0: So it's like he come over And Of course There's some niggas probably Who like her But they can't She ain't fucking with him she, she with the hood though You know what I'm saying She the homie But she just ain't really Motherfucking messing with him You know what I'm saying Face, face But she ain't really Messing with him like that So you know, Come over there to the hood and We talking about 13, 12 You know what I'm saying Wanna slap by? Where you from You fight You can fight <laughs> You can fight Man leave that nigga alone man I just wanted to see if he could fight. He over there coming to take us somewhere? Can he come over? Can he fight? Now, what, that was certain a level of protection, though. Nigga, to yeah. check you, to make sure you was on point. Open the mess with one of the girls in the hood. S- similar to
1: slap boss, when we had when the nigga had two pairs of gloves. That was a uh, th- yeah. Yeah. Now
0: yeah. when we got that, it, it got a little better. But then even that, he could go blood.
1: there. I, as I as used as to as be- keep. I used to keep gloves in my trunk.
0: <laughs> I used to keep plugs on my trunk. Or the OGs, big homies come over there, and start putting bets on niggas. And they bad to lose their goddamn money. Now these niggas having a shootout in the goddamn <laughs> in the front of the house. Cause y'all was boxing in the back of the house. And two young dudes ain't got nothing to do with it. Bro, I'm from the country. I'm from I am telling you when i am where I'm from, we got niggas niggas. Like we got a niggas nigga down there, like He's a niggas nigger. That's oh. a different breed. I was I was uh fight I, I
1: was boxing somebody with gloves on in my cousin Corey's crib. I ain't gonna say his name. But like we know him or something. But, but no, they might. Uh, we're recording right now. Oh I, he, shit, I ain't this know. This might this might oh, make the okay. <laughs> this might make the podcast. Okay. We he's a real funny dude though. Yeah. And I hit him clean. He fell down. Stayed down. Still. Yeah. We all cracking up. The whole time I think he's playing. I think he gotta be playing, like just because how funny he is. Yeah. Nah, that nigga was hurt. <laughs> nah, he was hurt. <laughs> nigga had his confidence sky high. No, but quite, his
0: confidence was sky high. I didn't like find damn, out sonny.
1: I didn't find out until later that like it, it was so funny in the moment. It was like so early in the and like we we had just put the gloves on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's yeah. I show you, how, he was so funny that. I'm still not sure if he was playing or not. Damn,
0: that's funny. <laughs> Every yeah. time I had boxed with gloves in the hood, it never went right. I've only participated in a street that's... with gloves. What? Where
1: did, bro? You talking about it never, like it never once went right. When
0: I did it, I only did it <laughs> twice. Okay, you know what I'm you saying never,
1: I was say you, you've definitely
0: seen it happen. I've in, seen it happen and it go well, yeah, okay. but. A lot of times, it didn't go well. As we got older, it went well. You know what I'm saying? It was a certain level in age. But once the older people came in and then start, you know, betting money on them. Nah. Nah. Because they get involved and then they... You know what I'm saying? They shit come into it. You know what I'm saying? They ain't even yeah. about the 15-year-olds out there boxing. You know, this this might be a great way
1: to start the podcast proper. You know what I'm saying? And welcome to episode 79 of the Fire This Time Podcast. I'm Sonny Ture. I'm my The G. Welcome back. And we... Dipping right into it right now, I saw somebody on Twitter ask the question. They asked uh, if there was one thing you could bring back to the Black community, like uh, like one process or, or or some some feature of the culture. Right, what would you bring back? Mm-hmm. I only seen one answer because they had just posted it, but somebody had said rights of passage. Yeah, rights of passage. And I feel like for we were just saying this before we started recording. For us as young men As boys One of the rites of passage We had amongst each other Was physical combat Yeah You know what I'm saying Not to the point where We, we were seeking out To hurt or punish each other But It it was Constant wrestling Constant Fighting You know In, in a way that we We not doing as 30 year olds You yeah. know what I'm saying or, yeah. Or, yeah
0: I mean uh, I I mean I could see Rites of passage too Um Cause I don't think we ever had a set system of rites of passage, um, in African American community, but we have forms of it, and informal, informal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, um, our um, the the slap boxing, the wrestling, um, you know, all of those are like in the combat, the combat realm of. You know what I'm saying? Rites of passage, a physical exercise. We all we also all probably competed football, basketball, baseball, something like that, competition. You know, um, I don't know if we could bring it back because I don't know if the character and the and the, the makeup of the individual is the same. No, I think you're right. to, to carry that out.
1: You know as, what I'm saying? As far as instilling rites of passage, I think it's gonna be done in small stages and grow you know what I'm saying similar I mean think about Kwanzaa yeah this was something started by Ron Karinga yeah you know part of a a black organization that he founded Mm -hmm. and influential on his own merit of course a controversial figure but uh you know maybe you know not exactly a rites of passage but a, a cultural type of process yeah that integrated itself pretty well into the black community you know what I'm saying a lot of black people know something about Kwanzaa you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a uniting thing, you know.
0: It's crazy to me too with that because in an era and time where we are very, I mean, I can say this as a, a millennial, older one, a generation ain't really religious and the one under me is not religious. Mm. Right? Um, and I don't think the future generations under us is going to be super religious. We still celebrate Christmas like a motherfucker. You know And so What I will say Is that Because of that Now in religiousness I have been seeing people Get a lot more Into like Kwanzaa And stuff like that um, It was very taboo When I was younger
1: mm.
0: You know what it I'm saying It was more fringe Yeah it was more fringe Like My mom We did Kwanzaa And I can be real Like We were about the only ones we not it was other families But it wasn't like It was a large gathering At the church And we celebrated
1: Kwanzaa yeah. It came that later on. It was something that was mentioned and slightly honored growing up, but yeah. never practiced. Yeah. You know, uh, but I am seeing a lot more people my age practice it. You know? So, uh, but, in Kwanzaa is, you know, uh, non religious to a degree, yeah. even, even though it's, you know, spiritually focused. Yeah. But I don't want to get too focused on that. I want to just explore that question just a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? If there was one thing you could bring back black culture bring the black culture you know this person I said rites of passage you know what yeah. I'm saying but what uh, what other thoughts do we got on that you know what I'm saying and also you know I don't know if the homie Twick who's in the room right now is gonna hop on the mic but
0: Twick in the building
1: you know what I'm saying I'm also interested like anything else y'all think of
0: I mean to some extent and it is wild I want to say the black church. Mm. And, and and I ain't even a Christian.
1: So you bring the black church back to the center of the black community. Yeah. As opposed to I guess just more I guess individualism. I I don't really know what replaced or what kind of pushed out the black church. Nothing. It hasn't been replaced by anything Yes, yeah, nothing's been, been replaced for it It's been pushed out and nothing's been put there in place well, Why do you say well, I don't mean to even interrupt what, Why do you say the black
0: church? Because The black church at one point in time And for a large point in time in our community Was the focal hub of the community um, Our first schools Our first banks First insurance companies Was started in churches um, it was a difference. And note, when I say the black church become the center, not like this shit that you see today when you can go over in Douglas and find 12 goddamn churches in one area. Everybody been called by God, I guess. Whereas if you was over in Douglas, and Douglas had one church, and everybody in that Douglas community, went to that church. That is a form of securing power through that church in that area. Thus, you could have built the school that's in your neighborhood. You can build a community centers, businesses and strip malls and things of that such nature. Um, also, for the, the morals and the ethics of it. Which I will have to admit that that's gonna come to against some conflict in this era of time. But you know what I'm saying? Um especially for cause you gotta think that when that was going on, we didn't have all the conversations that we got going on in the church now. So Yeah, the Bible got some
1: prescriptions for the culture of our community that is out of line. Yeah. With uh the hypersexual, you know.
0: Or age, existence Yeah just age, the
1: reality Age that we in For yeah. sure I mean and that's just One layer of yeah. two,
0: Of course But just having something Whether it was a church Or whatever Something of a focal point In the community That but, black people Had that we can center
1: And anchor in No, I, I can com- I I completely agree with you You know uh, of course It's not I, I know you're not calling For the black church To return exactly how it was Yeah You I'm know that. But uh for, it to, for a spiritually focused institution that routinely brings us together week after week, multiple times a week, yeah, you know, uh, to be at the center of our lives, over and above our jobs or our social lives. Yeah. That is important. And I think that would change so much for us, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with you. Only thing I would say, you know, contrary to that would, would be, you know, I'm not sure I agree with finding a problem with multiple churches or or, or well, a multitude
0: of churches. Well no, I'm not against multiple churches. Uh-huh. But I'm saying, how was the mileage of Douglas?
1: Uh-huh. Yo, you, you talking about that
0: area? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so I mean, no, I'm right there with you. Say say it's you know seven city blocks, you know, by you know there, that that one historic neighborhood yeah, within, yeah. within seven by seven city blocks. Let's, let's say it's that, yeah. for instance.
0: I, I'm not against spreading out. I'm not the, against the, having one or two or three.
1: There might be a dozen churches or more. Yeah, you know, we're talking about right. Yeah, and Douglas is about. twelve.
0: I've counted twelve.
1: So uh, and and right, I'm from Evansville, Indiana. It's the same exact thing on the South Side, Uptown. You know what I'm saying? North Carolina, same way. So, uh, so yeah I think it does Call into question You know These individual churches You know what I'm saying Like how much is You know The the, uh, the leadership there Really doing something That that in, that entails You know what I'm saying What they're calling for uh, You know uh, As far as and I, and I do agree You know But Yeah I, So if, if you're not against Small churches You know what I'm saying Or, or multiple yeah, churches Yeah then, I ain't
0: against Small churches so Then I'm, more...
1: I'm right there with you cause we, I we, want them organized i feel you like uh just one easy one accessible instance or example from our history look at uh the montgomery bus boycott you yeah. know what i'm saying and, and think about how leaders of different churches came together and organized in such a way where the entire black community was stepping in unison uh basically overnight yeah you know what i'm saying with the level of commitment because of the level of commitment they had to their churches mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that it was easy to bring people into unison you know what I'm saying and yeah. and to act uh communally and uh I don't, we don't get that without churches yeah you know we're not gonna have that type of unison uh in our movement you know what I'm saying as as a black community I don't see that happening without churches i, I, I and we didn't see that with uh the phones during the black lives matter era you know what yeah. I'm saying yeah uh I, I don't want to get mistaken
0: you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. uh yeah, I mean, I, I, I see we, fundamental differences yeah, we between we're talking about a fundamental house. I mean, yeah. even when you look at what the Nation of Islam did when they controlled communities or they're in the community where they controlled, um, they do the same thing. They organize around that community, come together, um, secure power, and then build power in there. Um, now, some of that was lost, too, in the 60s because they weren't doing the same thing that the brothers was doing back in the early 1900s. 1800s when they was building businesses and having to come out of you know build schools and stuff um but that's what I just think um it doesn't have to be Christian like it could be something else if it was a mosque I I'd care less uh but a unified central institution that um is for the people mm-hmm. and
1: I, I think it's so important what you're saying and we don't need to belabor the point but just think about how a black Marxist would feel differently you know what I'm saying where Mm -hmm. because I see the central organizing unit Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying you know uh, being a church in the black community and you know as far as if a black Marxist is is instead looking toward class based Mm -hmm. or 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 job based organizing
0: yeah
1: and uh, you know I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I'm also saying that within black Marxists uh, that I've known, that I've seen up close, there's a de emphasis on the cultural unity. You know what I'm saying? Where they de emphasize or do things that act contrary to our cultural unity Mm -hmm. because it's so de emphasized, so ignored. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I'm not opposed to the more class based or job based type organizing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. definitely I, I can't stand for that while ignoring or acting against the interests of our
0: cultural unity yeah I mean you know I mean that's a good question to ask mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um, to put out that to the people um, but I think all things are gonna have to be redone new mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe in rebuilding of the black community I believe, I believe in building the new one mm-hmm. um, the one that we're trying to rebuild. It's no different than uh, the burning house that Martin
1: talked about. One thing that uh, that Malcolm was just I was just reading Malcolm X Speaks uh, before we started our our meet our not our meeting (laughs) our recording today. And uh, yeah he was talking
0: uh, about about that too. Yeah. I mean you gotta do something new. Um, You're not gonna be able to do it with all the with all the Bullshit the systems put out there and the corruption and the tainting and the tampering and the poison and the truth and and the lies and, and the reconstructionist revisionist histories and shit that they produce
1: and nah. and that's so what Malcolm said he said this to John Lewis. He said don't accept anybody's analysis of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's a critique he had for the students, particularly John Lewis. Mm. You know, was uh you you've been duped if you accept the government's analysis of the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, because they'll tell us, they'll tell you it's one of, uh, you know, just a a briefly unsuccessful integration. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When instead, we need to be thinking about a separate, you know, building up of power. Yeah. And uh, that's what our analysis will come out. But if we follow the government's or, you know, the society's analysis, it Mm -hmm. works out differently. So, yeah, we got to, Question those things yeah. You know Analyze it for ourselves So and, and it's best to do that From our own Cultural institutions mm-hmm. You know As as the base Let it emanate from there Not from uh, The tokens That get to these College campuses Or get these media jobs
0: Yeah I mean enough said on that You know what I'm saying say said on that Um What we gonna tap into next So
1: uh Yeah we have a number Of topics we gonna cover today uh, In our short time together But uh I know we uh, we did want to just mention briefly the success of, uh, you know, LeBron James and the Lakers. Looking uh, like ballers, finally. You know, uh, looking like a team that's been together a few seasons. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially compared to what they was doing earlier in the season. But, I mean, actually, I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm biased. But really, we're seeing a really good NBA playoffs this mm-hmm. season. You know, uh the Nuggets and Suns series just got tied up 2-2. Mm. We about to see game 4 uh of the Lakers Warriors series. But uh, yeah, we seeing
0: good stuff in the East as well. I mean, you know, seeing Daniels play like a big man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's sorta of good. Um LeBron always been doing this thing. Um just think this the Warriors situation is just a real combination of size. If the, the if the defending champ
1: Warriors with a three-point focused and very modern basketball philosophy, if they get beat by the old school ass Lakers and the Lakers are built like an old school team and they're the, def- the Warriors are the defending champs of playing a modern game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If the Lakers put together this team uh, two months ago mm-hmm. that play old school ball and beat them and they was hurt remember they was hurt last season so they yeah. couldn't even attempt it. Yeah. But uh, man it's going to it's gonna definitely be eye-opening for me. I, I wonder, you know, you know, one that happened in one time. Maybe it's not gonna be the reverberations we think it could be. I I but, think uh, if yeah.
0: you, I, I honestly, it's always been the answer for it. Mm. Um, the closer you are to the basket, the higher percentage you're gonna hit a damn shot. If you got good defense and you can stop them from scoring, you're gonna have more opportunities to hit shots. So you may go down there and jack a three, but you gotta be, you gotta be the Warriors every night to beat them. Mm-hmm. Every night you gotta be the Warriors. Um And that means you gotta have that high field goal. I mean, Warriors is the Warriors. I can't take nothing away from them. But yeah, it's always been a method. You notice Daniel ain't Dan, out there, he ain't out there shooting threes is he? AD ain't shooting threes is he, he in that paint. That's he should have been. Mm-hmm. It's exactly where he
1: should have been the whole time. And give it up. We got to give it up to the, uh, Darvin Ham and the coach. You know, I think he's yeah. making – I was upset. I ain't going to lie. During uh, game three, after Lakers got blown out game two, so I'm watching game three uh, on Saturday. And uh, Lakers open up in the first quarter, and their defense ain't, look, ain't hot. You know what I'm saying? And they, they let them get the easy three-pointers, and Davis is sitting in the paint too far back. And not yeah. stepping up I'm like I even tweeted out I was like man Like he looks disinterested From playing any perimeter You know uh, Defense Yeah But Darvin him I feel like he really made A good adjustment yeah. You know what I'm saying After that first quarter And uh, kind of changed The defense in a way uh, Where that wasn't a problem
0: Because he had like What three four blocks Last game he been It's been a block party For him in the paint You know And, I, and don't get me wrong I personally Do feel this about It's easy to do that On a shorter team I want to see you do that on somebody that's 7 foot, Mm. 265, you know. Can you put up them same numbers on a night with a team that's just as big and just as long, can stretch out just as you? Because right now, I honestly think that's what's getting the Warriors. Um, Granted, you can't never take nothing away from that shooting ability. And if them boys come out there hot, you got problems. You know what I'm saying? Well
1: the only game the Warriors won so far is when they shot fifty threes and went fifty percent. Damn. You know, that's the that's the game too that they won. Yeah. So I I don't think they're gonna do that again. Yeah. But uh and I mean, yeah, Lakers is winning games where they shooting twenty percent from three. Yeah. Win a playoff games like that. I mean And also be- Lakers have not lost at home yet either this
0: playoffs. Yeah. That's a normal stat though. Mm-hmm. To shoot twenty percent from the three for the no, nah, I mean that's pretty low. I mean I'm just saying like that would be a typical that's, on a on a team that's playing mid range ball. hmm That would be typical. Yeah,
1: no. Lakers is the most <laughs> yeah, they're the most likely probably the most likely team in the NBA that to dish out multiple mm-hmm. uh victories with
0: shooting twenty percent from three. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I think too it's hard to get assists. Did you notice the assist numbers ain't as super high. For three point shooting teams. Mm-hmm. Defense is getting better on that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So they it well, the ball is spread out. You know what I'm saying? The ball is spread out, but it stays out. It never is if it comes in, it gets kicked back out. You got any predictions
1: for the game tonight? Lakers. You going Lakers game four? I'm going Lakers. That means they're going up three one. They pretty much giving them the series. I mean, That's I don't get saying? me wrong.
0: I'm I'm not necessarily pulling for the Warriors.
1: I think that, you know, I see Lakers in... Mm.
0: I personally want Phoenix to take him. You want Phoenix to take it at all? Mm. I, 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 want, I want my man to get that. Who, CP3? Yeah. Okay. I want him to get that. You know what I'm saying? He, he his, his knees is going out. You know what I'm saying? As a
1: fellow asshole, because I know CP3's an asshole, I'm an asshole sometimes. Yeah. I want to see him
0: win. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Kevin got... K, KD got his. You know, he already got him some. You know what I'm saying? I want to see him get one. Um, Like I said, he like Harden to me. He going out on, no. Nah, I I would probably say I think he may be playing a little better. No, no. But Harden looked the same way. You know what I'm saying? You know, your last year, you know, you go out there. I think CP3 is better at doing what he know he can do best, distribute the ball and the rock I don't know
1: if if either the Nuggets or the Suns can stand up. Over a seven-game
0: series. To the Lakers? To the Lakers' defense. I'm going to keep it real. I don't think so either. I said that's who I would like to see. Mm, I got you. <laughs> I don't think so either. You know, LeBron is going to get him one. This is easy. Right here. You know what I'm saying? Depending on who he coming out to the East to. You know? Yeah. Now, who you see coming out the East?
1: That's tricky. It's hard for me to bet against my man, Jimmy Butler, right now. And I gotta be for real, Jimmy. Like after seeing them fake hair the fake hair you put in at the beginning of the season, I, I written you off. <laughs> but play you off got Jimmy fake hair
0: this nigga have, I keep.
1: You ain't seen it? Nice. Nah, oh my god. Like he had like a toupee. Stop it. Stop it. Everybody listening right now that knows
0: he had to drew he had to drew on hairline
1: is cracking up right now he
0: had to drew on hairline
1: Aki it's worse than that it's worse than that <laughs> it's it's worse than that my man had had full on dread extensions down to his back. I don't even know if I can say what I want to and, say and,
0: on, 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 on the line. Like
1: no, that. but he's fully trolling with this. So he cuts off all his facial hair and gets dread extensions. And then he takes that photo for his official photo for the NBA for the year. Oh, so he just on some bullshit. So that's the photo we've been seeing when his name pop up for the major stations <laughs> like, all year. Even though he got rid of it quickly. <laughs> okay, he on that bullshit. He on that bullshit idea. that bullshit. Okay, I fucks with him. But I fucks with him on that. For him to troll like that at the beginning of the season and, you know... <laughs> I, you gotta love his game, bro. You gotta love Jimmy Butler's game. Where, where, where they at right? Now? I, I gotta see real quick this series. I could do Is, is, is trolling, it tied bro, up right I'm now?
0: Up with that, you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, the Heat is up two one. They play today at. Uh, they about to start playing actually right now at six thirty. That's the Dennis Rodman. Yeah, him and Ben Matabayo Adebayo. The Heat going crazy. <laughs>
0: hey man. Hey. Uh you know that might be a good thing, but I don't know. But yeah, I, I don't. Boston. I mean, not yeah. Boston is still.
1: Yeah, New York. I, I I don't know if I see the Heat playing. I mean, beating. I see the. I definitely see the Heat beating the Knicks. Yeah. But who's gonna win between the 76ers and uh, Boston? Boston.
0: Honestly, I'm I'm thinking Boston. Philly got, but in B's last game, you got you got to step up bigger than that. But man. Harden is is playing. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't Crazy. gonna lie. Harden is playing. If you showing up at at this time, I'm cool with you. You know I'm saying. You know you can move around with the with the sore feet for the rest of the year. I'm all right with that yeah. If Harden keep on putting up thirty
1: plus points while Embiid is putting up thirty plus points, it's hard for me to see the Celtics overcoming that. Because because Harden is going off right now. I would love to see that matchup though, with the Lakers. And who? That would be nice. I want I'll, to see. I like to see Lakers in Boston, just because that's a historic type of uh, rivalry, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, we get to see that a is lot of,
0: weird. They is rivals. They ain't. They they old school rivals with Philly and
1: I, Boston. Yeah, I, I'm gonna uh we're gonna be having Bill Russell highlight watching parties before the games, <laughs> just, just to tap into the
0: <laughs> with the Bill Russell highlight parties <laughs> with the low top chucks. Yeah This black man ran around With low top chucks Up and down the court I know his ankles Was on 10 Calluses out the asshole Feet on 12 You already know keep. Up and down the court 15 years Low top chucks You walk around And chucks long enough Your feet hurt Aki. Gotta get shout out to, Shout out to Bill Russell man Shout out to Bill Russell For that That's not <laughs> shit retarded but I think uh, you know Philly Embiid can't play like he played last game Boston though to me got the overall squad take it easy and they sort of been there a couple you know they've been you know they've been doing some little repairs to the team but I'm more concerned about the West um I've been disappointed With the East Coast all year I'm sorry
1: So Let's move on Uh I'm gonna Uh Talk about Uh We seen something From Ebony Williams Yeah And so I know you seen A little bit more than me I keep So going to introduce This topic What she was saying About Uh Us working class brothers
0: Well I mean um Everybody seen it In the news Already due to week You know what I'm saying Um Everybody's had a comment on it. Everybody's have um had something to say about it. Pretty much what was said, she was having a conversation conversation with Sister Fazant, Inyala Fazant. Fiz- Am I saying the last name right Aki?
1: I don't know. You don't know Nyala Fazant. There we go. I know you're talking about, but I just don't know how to pronounce it.
0: Well, he was having a conversation. She was having a conversation with Sister Nyala Um, you know, Sister Nyala is the sister that's known most famously for, uh, making the, uh, comments on The Breakfast Club. She had her own show, but she eventually made comments on The Breakfast Club pretty much saying that black women are out of order. Um, of course, on her show, she dealt with black people handling their issues, family relationships, things of that such nature. Um, it's rumored that she got canceled by Oprah, uh, Mostly because she exposed too many things That they didn't like the image for the channel But anyway, she had a conversation With sister Ebony K. Williams And um, Ebony K. Williams pretty much asked Nyala What was her opinions on how Black women should navigate Out here in the world, seeking Relationships um, With men And um, She began to go in and talk about all the different Issues that, you know as far as with black men and men in general, but specifically, you know, um, some of the ills and ailments that we have, as far as with high incarceration, prison murder, things of that such nature, and just not seeing the leadership with men in general, um, period. And then Yala simply asked her, Would you date a bus driver? And Sister Ebony K. Williams pretty much asked her and said, If he drove the bus. If he he owned the bus And Sister Nyala said that was a problem And she began to go in and tell her How she felt that that was a problem Um Well the response Was pretty vicious Um Of course Working class people Took that as a shot You know Um And I can understand rightfully so How you would take that as a shot Um other people defended F-Sister Ebony Kay's remarks. She did make a response, and in her response, she pretty much said that she does not settle for mediocrity, and she does not settle for average. Um, she went into the whole thing of talking about I will not allow my child to come home with Cs and Ds and when I want As and Bs. She went into a whole black excellence tirade she uh did reassert that she does not look down on um what she was calling essential workers, bus drivers, things of that such nature. But she wants that black excellence. This was her explanation. That got chewed up by a ton of people too. And um, to some extent, maybe you may have dug a little deeper hole for. Her. But the the opinions on the whole subject has been everywhere right now. Um I don't know how... I don't know how not to look at it and say, well, damn, that is sort of a shot at working class people. On the other hand, I understand people got their preferences. Mm-hmm. You know, now if that's what you're going to live by and die by, then, yay, hey, that's what it is. Um, I-, I wish
1: that she just wouldn't hide it under this black excellence shit. Because my thing is, like, I can understand if, you, if you're a rich person and you prefer somebody that you ain't got to take care of to, you know, maintain your lifestyle. Yeah. Then it just is what it is, yeah. I, you know. Uh, but, you know, you saying that bus drivers don't meet your your standard of black excellence? That's nuts. I mean, bus, dri- bus drivers are so important that, do- I mean, on a single street, dozens of families are entrusting the bus driver to, Take their most precious possession mm-hmm. to and fro. Yeah, every day. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most important positions in the society. Yeah, a bus driver. It is. I mean, yeah, it's it's you're entrusting that person every single day to get your child safely to and fro. We just don't respect the people. You know what I'm saying. That uh, that do these tasks. We don't respect teachers. We don't. So, it, I mean, a bus driver is he's is making a comparable amount of money to uh, a, a elementary school teacher. Yeah, they're making a comparable amount of money, especially I mean, a, a new teacher. So, think about how many people are that pay grade are all of a sudden. Not excellent enough. I mean, I can like I understand if you want to maintain a rich lifestyle, but you know, just say it naked like that, say it raw like that. I mean, don't don't try to yeah, you know say yeah. this other
0: stuff. I think you know what I'm saying um, you know she um, we always got to put class into this into this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a lawyer by trade. That's what she does. Um, granted. One thing that Sister Inyala highlighted is that she said that she would date a bus driver if he had good character, if he was doing the best that he could and he was the best at his job. She said, and this is Sister Inyala giving a reason why she would date a bus driver. Not Ebony. Yeah, not Ebony. Right. Um, and so she laid out the criteria, but the standard is still the same. Um. Also trying to frame it from a sense of ownership. You know, um, for me, like I said, it is a shot to working class folks. Mm. Um, I understand, though, as a man, that if, I mean, just as a man, me living, if I'm making forty five, fifty thousand $50,000, I'm not going to necessarily be out here trying to shoot my shot at a woman that's making $250,000. I probably wouldn't even be in the same place she at. We don't probably hang in the same places, you know. Um, At the same time, I would look at that as like, man, I'm taking a long shot. You know what I'm saying? I may still have the motivation to be willing to go. You know, so I do understand that factor. But, you know, you got to be more watchful with your damn words. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be a little more watchful with your words. You know, um, you're throwing a lot of shots out to a lot of people. The majority of America is working class. The majority of people you probably know in your life, Miss Ebony K, is probably working class. And probably the majority of your family. You are probably, matter of fact, I know because you said that your mother was a bus driver. So you come from working class stock.
1: And you said that at one point she was talking about black excellence. Yeah. She said black excellence. Black excellence. And I'm just looking at black her. Black ownership. I'm looking at her ex-husband. And he's the most mediocre-looking white man. Like, the most average-looking white man. And it's, like, but, so this is just a neck, you know what I'm saying? She's going to, this person, Ebony Williams, going to hide her obsession with material things. However, she going to hide it.
0: You can be average and be white if you're white and rich. That's real. I don't even know. I mean, I mean, I mean to some extent, I'm looking at that the same thing. Like, yo, how do you, you know, put yourself in the conversation? People gonna say we gotta remember we're in the woke era. So you know, in the woke era, you know, you can comment with your, you know, with your, your your thirst for the snow bunny. I Let guess. her tell us she's dated them all, though. So, she said, I've dated all types of men. And she got furthest with this white man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, it, I, I know it's been something that's been speaking up, been spoken on a little lately. And I'll just say, you know, working class brothers and sisters, you know, you don't got nothing to be ashamed of. You know, as we all try to strive for better, you know. Working class and average doesn't mean you don't strive for better. That just means that's where you at. It's so a lot of people that think they above where they at. A lot of motherfuckers out here are straight up average. They don't even know it. You average, average as shit. That's why you're mad, cause you average as shit and you think you you want you think you supposed to get something better. No, you average as shit. They go for men. They go for women. They go for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So
1: Williams explained that Glenn, her ex-fiance. At quarantine with his semi-adult children in New Jersey instead of with her in New York City, this decision ultimately led to the couple's separation. And he was a billionaire investor. Uh, Do he got kids with him?
0: I don't think. Bingo. But, but uh, sh- first of all, it, I'm it, a certain way anyway. I got adult kids during COVID. That might have been the conversation she should
1: have. I don't. What does semi-adult mean? So, so these these children that still re- require some of his support. Probably so. I mean, so what are we talking about? Uh, anyways, I mean, it's it's crazy. The type of uh, I guess legitimacy her voice on anything black related had. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, she uh, was
0: on Breakfast Club a lot. Uh, she's on The Grio. She had a show, I think, on The Grio. That's where that interview took place at. Mm. Um, so she's, and she was on a, a TV show, like a reality TV show at one point in time. Hmm. Like um, one of those marriage shows. Which, hell, for all I know, could have been one of them dudes. <laughs> but she was on one of those. So she, you know, got a little celebrity. We quick to pip, you know, we that's how we do now. We we like reality TV that's successful drama, hmm You know, so we can have real housewives of Atlanta and shit like that. And these women got money and they out there fighting, you know what I'm saying, in the street, like goddamn <laughs> like like Nene and Keisha after the club on Saturday night.
1: It, and it's crazy how We're entertained By their, their problems As an escape For our much worse problems I'm just thinking about Like <laughs> class based Like Yeah
0: <laughs> I mean I'm not against You know I'm not against The concept of Black ownership at all I don't know about This black excellence shit I think that's Covered I, bro, I'm a not even giving That part of her response Any type of credence Yeah but like But like, like, I, but like Black ownership When would, would, would you When would you talk about that Talk about that In the context Of the way things are contact that into the context of reality and take the history and things into context but then also sometimes probably just shut your damn mouth because I think you stuck your foot in your mouth on this one.
1: I would say probably the most emergent group of black investors amongst the working class are black bus drivers yeah as far as like brother like brothers that are able to earn a hundred coming from with no college education. They get their CDL and they can earn a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars if they commit themselves and do it full time. Like you see that happen, and yeah. so uh, this this idea that bus drivers are not uh, entrepreneurial
0: is crazy. I mean it it goes it goes more into this. I, like I so said, we go back to the class thing with this. You know, um, a bus driver in a working class world. Make decent money Especially if you're talking Public transportation Next thing up From a bus driver Is a person with a CDL You got CDL drivers That can go in Alaska For one year And come out with $150,000 And only drive Six months out the year Um A lot of brothers Are functioning In transportation Um we do have some that's getting into the system of buying bus lines. Um, things of that such nature. So, like, when you say just a bus, it ain't just the bus. You know what I'm saying? It, it's the man, it's the construction worker. You know? It's um, the factory worker. You know? Um, and you got to think, too, that she living from a whole standard that's different her answer is motivated by her lifestyle and the appetites that she already got now here go the real crazy shit white boys are what a multi-million dollar a multi-billion dollar mm-hmm. investor hedge mm-hmm. fund investor something like that
1: investor that's what it said investor think she gonna find another one of them who knows
0: who knows how 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 rare are those guys? Pretty rare. There you go. I mean, hey, that's the sword you lay on. You can die. You can find happiness with a bus driver. Bus yeah. driver make you feel all right. You already got your money and your house together. You don't need him nothing but time.
1: You know what I'm saying? That's what I was thinking about, like just how corrupted society has become where people are more worried and I mean you understand it to a degree I mean money can buy you better care mm-hmm. down the line you know what I'm saying at a time when you're elderly you might need it and that type of security I can understand how it, it plays a factor yeah but the fact that it's it so such now relationships are so overdetermined by class and status yeah you know and corrupting in a way where you know love and, and you know genuine connection you know mm-hmm. I guess this sound like a Drake song
0: type shit but yeah,
1: hmm. shit is, shit is. It's changed, I mean, bro. you
0: know, um, you know, money influence and is impregnated and infiltrated everything, and um, and we live in a culture of you know get rich or die trying, and you know what I'm saying, get the bag by any means necessary, mm-hmm. and so when you live in a society like that, and don't get me wrong, we need money and finance to survive and exist in America, mm-hmm. but we do not. It cannot be our existence. We, you know, we supposed to rely on shit like family and friendships. Mm. You know, it's money, good homes and friendships in all walks of life. For sure. For sure. And,
1: ju- and just on, I guess, materialism being a driving force amongst people in our community. Let's actually transition topics to our last topic for today and talk about how, uh, you know, under and the four You know We have the The coronation of the new king of England Right Fuck him <laughs> With that With Amigos Adlib Yeah uh, And We already know That's a colonizer You know If, if you listen to this podcast You know how we coming about any White monarchy White mm-hmm. government in general Fuck Especially him. you know Those so deeply entrenched In colonialism You know, we think about England, we talk about the U.S. All of the success they have in this era is because of what they did to our people, to melanated people. It is the driving factor. It is not their industrialism, their industrious nature. You know, it is because the rape and pillage of the African continent, of the American continent, primarily of the South American continent. That's what we're talking about. Uh, there's no reason why we should be participating as melanated people in the coronation ceremonies of our oppressors. (laughs) There's no possible positive just because of what it does to a black child's mind who's not going to understand how your presence might be subversive. No. There's no reason why we should be, you know, continuing this charade of, you know...
0: I think uh, black people need to get... And I'm going to have to go ahead and do it. Real quick. Overview of, of of the niggas' experience in America.
1: Hmm.
0: Right. We were brought over here originally by the colonial powers under the British Empire. Ruled by the British monarchy. If I recall right, James. Henry. (laughs) Thinking about James, because I think it's the same James who translated the Bible. The King James version of the Bible. King James, the United States came over here, or the British government came over here, and they started a colony. They brought niggas over here, and they tried to enslave Native Americans, and they waged war on Native Americans. Over time, those same white folks Britain got pissed off at the monarchy in England. And then they broke free from them. And then they started do what we call the United States. Just as racist, still enslaving, just as their British forefathers did. Now me as a black man, I got a personal relationship or understanding of this. Because when we did my family's re- research in history, the man who came over here was a Scottish man who fought on James' side. but mm. he was fighting in a religious war up there between the Protestant church and the Catholics. Mm. And that's how he got his land here. You know, it, it's, it's literally on the records. He was granted three plots of land in the United States and given gold. Most of us have a history, or some of us definitely have a history that can take us back that early here into the United States. The African was colonized by the British. Certain places, some was colonized by the French, some was colonized by the uh, Belgium, some was colonized by Spain, Portugal too. But Africa was colonized by these empires. There's no goddamn reason for any black person to be going up there co-signing this shit. Even if it, well, I say this, maybe if you were coming from a standpoint of monarchy yourself. But you gave up your monarchies to have his form of government.
1: And we're and now we're we can't I mean, Tiwa Savage is a Nigerian yeah. singer-songwriter mm. who was on stage having the new king of England do his bop to her performance, and she's singing a song called "Keys to the Kingdom" with uh, African talking drums on stage, giving her Af- So now colonialism has an
0: African rhythm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, isn't just- that uh, that that's the epitome of defeat? Have you ever seen a Nigerian court?
1: You talking about with the wigs? Yeah. So <laughs> they, st- they still wearing the
0: George, the George Washington yeah, wigs. Yeah, the, the curl on the yeah. side and the ponytail. They still rocking them, my key. You know what I'm saying? When I talk to people from places like Nigeria and Ghana, I ask them a lot of times about what y'all, what y'all curriculum like in school. What do y'all taught? You know? And I'm they are like, taught about colonialism.
1: I'm going to tell All the Nigerians I mean I'm for Biafra
0: <laughs> Nah So you for Biafra huh? Shoot I mean You y'all, know what I'm saying you Biafra it's, wrong It's just a, It's just a weird scenario To see us Out here Biafra post- wouldn't be having The white wisdom Nah they wouldn't have. Nah 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 They was ready to get rid Of all of that <laughs> shit You know what I'm saying Shout out to the Biafrans And the descendants Of the Biafra. They still live and exist Shout out Nigerians too I'm just yeah. around you know what I'm saying? But um, it's not just her. There were other diplomats from the continent. Some niggas from America who went over there for this. And I think performed. Lionel too. Richie. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what he what I do I said. it every time, my key. He give us something every time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First, he got a blind woman making a sculpture. She can't even see. How she know what her face feel like? It's real. But... You know what I'm saying? This is inappropriate behavior as black people in America. Um, black Black Brits were protesting like, nah, man, we ain't finna go do this stuff for this. It's all to me for Shine. It's all to me. Um, if people are going to perform, they're doing it for Shine, Glamour, and Glory. They're forgetting the actual historical context to it. Um... That's our fault because we should never be out here lacking on us knowing who we are.
1: Here's the here's how they describe the core the coronation choir, right? The choir that was singing background all the joints, right? Mm-hmm. Coronation choir, a group that recruited members from different choirs uh, choirs across the United Kingdom, including refugee choirs, LGBTQ plus choirs. And deaf signing cho- choirs. Like, you, we're seeing colonialism dress itself up with, uh, well, with, re- like, w- colonialism is dressi- dressing itself up at, <laughs> with a refugee, cho- like, with refugee status, mm-hmm. you know, just wearing it. Mm-hmm. It's the main causer yeah. of refugees. But they have the nerve to invite a refugee choir to sing at the coronation of the king. Like, and th- they see no conflict. They see this as progress. They see the integration of these entities into one, uh, um, just mass of one undifferentiated mass. That's what our oppressors want us to be. Well, they want us to give up our culture. They want us to give up
0: everything it's and bi- just enter into this. It's big money kickbacks that come with this. So, the king of England has the pretty much he's a puppet to me um to the business to the corporations and things of that such nature and the other hidden hand that we don't see and his job is to secure the interest of you know what I'm saying his job is to secure the interest of the economic an investment of Great Britain you know what I'm saying so in the process of him doing that you know you gotta think um Shell gas comes out of Britain Shell gas is has most of the oil ownership rights in Nigeria right um tie back to that Biafran War that's sort of how they got involved in the Biafra War because they had those early contracts Shell gas with um and how the Biafran
1: war ended up would have been different if the
0: uh the United Kingdom, England didn't support one side over the other. Yeah. So they have interest there because now Shell is there. It's in other places in Africa. Right. Um it's economic it's uh it's economic gains, um trade gains that comes with that. We know Europe doesn't really produce many uh, resources, so it gives them a deeper foothold and access into the economics and the resources of the continent. far as us got niggas from America, niggas from the plantation, I mean, going over there and dealing with this inauguration. Us having African-American is sort of trying to give them an access or give them an access to our community, but in the same way, using us. So they can use the hip hop, you know what I'm saying? They can use the, 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 the coolness and the shit like that, you know? And let alone from that, there's a close relation in cultures to some extent with the way black Brits and African Americans. You know what I'm saying? We do move sort of similar. If you get the chance to look at him, we move sort of similar. So you know, it's always something about exploiting and enslaving and exterminating. For sure. You know, I just hope we wake up to it. I mean, Britain. I mean, with the who, who gives a fuck about the king? Like, like who cares anymore? He, he can he behead somebody?
1: It's all symbols, you know what I'm saying it's all they, our enemy recognizes how important symbols are and that our enemy recognizes how important controlling aesthetics and appropriating aesthetics and applying those aesthetics to is colonial rule mm-hmm. you know we see that now even with hip-hop artists local hip-hop artists mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that are working for the u s State Department helping to put helping to do hip-hop diplomacy for the u s State department. Mm. our enemy understands the importance of symbols, of attaching the, the culture of the colonized to the colonial rule itself. Mm. You know, fascism depends on that type of uh, confusion yeah. and that type of appropriation. And uh, we, we got to wake up to it. You know, we, got, we definitely got to wake up to it.
0: I mean, it has definitely been protest um, out here against black folk and even from other peoples who were colonized by Britain and still getting the shit in, indigenous peoples and in other places of the planet have been protesting against this. Like, nigga, you going there to see you know what I'm saying? We fighting over here to try to get our land back, and you over there with the people who got it. You know. So, um, I mean, I I mean, maybe I could say that the some of the woke generation you know, they stepped up to the plate on this. You know what I'm saying? And spoke out. There has been an outcry, yeah. yeah. Um, On the other hand, the people that participated, it's sort of open about what you're about. You know? There's a lot of people um, silent that know that they would do the same thing given the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, from the from those artists' standpoint, you know, like from uh, Teela's standpoint, I already think that she had an avenue in Britain, far as music wise, they have a large African diaspora in you know what I'm saying Britain, but I think that's her trying to get that status bumped up, maybe you know what I'm saying, and get the bag, you know what I'm saying um I mean, I think I think a lot of our sisters, whether they're on the continent or here, even in success, operate from a survivor mode. for sure, for sure, um, so. Um, and that's not a fault of their own. That comes from their experience. So, um, you know, I, I mean, you know, she, I think she'll see where she sort of went wrong and that hopefully she could bounce back. I think she got decent fans, you know, that understand that, hey, she was looking at the bag right then at that time. They got integrity. They may not fuck with her, but some Uh, may. I, I don't even,
1: I wonder how, if the outcry, just because I'm not over there, I don't know how big the outcry was amongst.
0: English Blacks You yeah. know what I'm saying Yeah I oh, oh oh, I, I seen some shit from them They was talking shit They was talking shit Yeah they was talking straight shit Like what the fuck You know, know what I'm saying. saying Well there you go So, you know, so, so uh, I mean was,
1: We saw here Chrisette, Chrisette Michelle mm-hmm. Y'all remember she performed At Trump's inauguration Yeah Have you heard about Chrisette Michelle Since she performed At Trump's inauguration Not a damn thing I don't think I, I, I don't think you have She derailed her career Because of that So man We'll see I I don't The The new king of England Is nowhere near as bad Of a Be connected with Than Trump Yeah You know what I'm saying So I think I I think T. with Savage Will be okay But uh Will we be okay (laughs) That's the question Mm -hmm. Will we be okay Yeah Yeah. Uh, Because we You know we're fighting against a lot of distractions as a community, and some of these distractions come against the pageant, come in the form of the pageantry that our oppressor allows us to take part in. Mm-hmm. Think about how much uh, when a slave master will let the slave come in once a, once a year, eat dinner in the big house, mm-hmm. type shit. Yeah, that's what that that's what this is. You know what I'm saying? And
0: that's, we can't get distracted from that. I mean, yeah. Definitely for sure um, I'll say this I'm gonna end with this Right here Fuck the crown mm. That's it I ain't got nothing else to say Peace to the fam You know what I'm saying We got You know what I'm saying Took G up in here with us today You know what I'm saying In meditation mode You got to hear the quick rant and the rave you know what See, I'm he,
1: saying he got the Piccolo finger formation Just powering yeah, yeah. up Yeah <laughs> Cause
0: Piccolo Was a black man <laughs> And everybody knows Yeah it. we gonna end On that note Piccolo was a black man And Piccolo was a black man <laughs> Fuck the crowd again And uh i say peace y'all Peace